Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it! This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hopwoody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Ah, welcome along to the Friday morning episode. Um, West Ham last night, I guess, is probably the most important thing to talk about because you caught finals, European competition. So, I mean... Fucking hell. Mate, two years ago when Moyes took over, we were just... We were, we were going to get relegated. I was sure we were getting relegated. We were in the doldrums. There was so so much discontent around the club. Everyone wanted the board out. I mean, we still do want the board out. But, like, it was just... It was divided. The stadium, people were really hating on for good reason. And then, like, he just organised the team. I know, you know, notwithstanding the fact that he was... He was a disaster at Sunderland and you don't like yeah, him. But uh, yeah. The, the fact mm. is, he, he organised the team and, you know, people talk about signings like we signed the Czech lads, for instance, or last season Lingard was great for us. But really, the spine of the team mostly is just players that were already there. And that's mm. what makes it really impressive is that, like, you know, our key players are people like Antonio and Rice or Fabianski or Cresswell. He just fucking organised them and got them playing just yeah. better and players who who almost were, had been written off as that's it they've got no future like Antonio and Cresswell yeah. became like our best players and uh, and then last night we were standing there and Len came with me and I told him that this is one of the biggest nights really in our history in certainly in my lifetime definitely his mm. lifetime you know because for us it's a massive deal getting to the quarterfinal of the Europa League so the stadium was packed. It was really noisy. They had all the pyrotechnics and the fire going on, which I've said extra before. Extra bubbles? I'm a, I'm a, Did you have extra bubbles? Extra bubbles, all that. I'm a, oh. I, I unashamedly adore all of that ridiculous, fanciful paraphernalia, right? I fucking... I love it. I love it. We're there <laughs> and it's just so exciting. Yeah, it's yeah. just fucking stupid. It's like being in a circus and I'm like, come on! Yeah. And... Um, and my my mate next to me, I've been going with since I was like a child. He just went fucking hell. We're in a packed stadium. There's sixty two thousand people here. We're about to play a quarter final of the Europa League against Leon, and we're the favourites. And and our captain is the best midfielder in Europe. Not everyone I mean, agrees that. Just, That's I'll what just, we I'll think. Just stop you there. Let's just. Just go back a few seconds there. 62,000 people. Yeah. That's, that's fucking amazing. something. Yeah. Uh, every week, actually, 62,000 yeah. people. Yeah. Which is incredible. Where did that come from? You know, what, well, what, what, do you, what do you get, Chelsea? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, but we, that's the thing. I mean, for years, everyone knew that Chelsea, that we had, you know, before everything happened and they, they got their war criminal bought them, you know, like West Ham used to 
you know, the old Upton Park at one point when it was still standing was about 40,000. Then when it went seating, we would fill up about 36 was our capacity. And we were almost always, even when we went down, we, we usually filled it up or at least got above 30. Um, Chelsea, everyone knows Chelsea in the 80s were getting like 4,000 for some of their home games when Stamford Bridge hadn't been redeveloped and they were struggling in the second division. Um, so, you know, it's hard to judge a club. You know, when, when we got that stadium, a lot of Spurs fans going, ah, yeah, it'll be empty, it'll be filled. It's been fi- it'll, it'll be echoey, it's too big for you. People still yeah, yeah. come and they sing, your ground's too big for you, whilst the ground is full of 62,000 people as it is every single week. And I feel yeah. that we always knew that, you know, Upton Park wasn't big enough. And that's one of the good things. A lot of the things are bad about that stadium still. But I yeah. tell you what, fucking hell, it makes a hell of a lot of difference when you're playing well and you're winning games because then you just stop giving a fuck about so much other stuff. Yeah. So, you know. European competition quarterfinal, and it Len went. Did Len caught with the atmosphere? Cause it big, was very intense, and he thing. hasn't been to many evening games. Before. I think he's been to one evening game before the beginning of the season, which he loved. And at the time, he labelled the best day of his life. Yeah. But there's other things that have emerged since then which have overtaken it. Regularly has best days. He do it. He, 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 had, like, he, he best he, experiences. He said madness was the best day of his life. And I haven't even talked about our day. I mean, you know, I hesitate to mention Ted Lasso because it's another thing you dislike. But we had a day at Ted Lasso on the set recently. And mm. he and he got to... Because, you know, as I've mentioned probably loads of times, my sister makes it. But I'm very proud of her. She's my younger sister. So yeah. I can brag about her. And uh, she got us down to the set for the day. And, he, and he's a huge fan of this yeah. show. And he regards the players, the actors who played the players, as like real players. <laughs> footballers, yeah. And <laughs> they met him and they were filming an action scene that day. And so they were in their kits and their boots. And he was quite overwhelmed to meet them. But they were really nice because actually I was thinking, these footballers are really nice. And I kept thinking, oh, it's because they're not footballers, they're actors. And actors are very over-the-top people. And they said to Lynn, do you want to have a kick around? They were in a break. And he went, yeah. And he played football with all the basically Richmond FC team for an hour. And like when he scored, his favourite player, Danny Rojas, picked him up, held him aloft and ran him around the pitch, which I have a video of. Best but I haven't ever. been able to put, put any of the pictures online because my sister was like, if you put anything on social, I might get sacked. Yeah. Should <laughs> so, you even um, be seeing this now? I think it's all right to say that. Sure. I'm not giving any plot. I don't know any plot details. I did have some good behind the scenes gossip for any, um, which I will never reveal, but it was it was racy stuff. Right, tell about me later some on. of the shenanigans backstage. Tell me um, later on. So yeah, so he's had a few. He's, he's had a good year, but last night the intensity was much bigger than the previous game we've been to, and it, it did overwhelm him. And I bought him a coke because all rules, all usual rules of decency, are yeah. suspended when you're at football, right? I'm yeah. sure that's the way you are with Oliver. It's like you know, you can swear, you can basically do what the yeah. fuck you want, yeah. and um, and I got him this massive thing of coke. And it was still the first half. And I looked around. I said, have you had that coat yet? He went, yeah. I said, have you finished it? He went, yeah. I said, fuck me. You're oh, like, man. I said, you, I ain't just giving it to you. It was like a litre and a half. I was say, in a, it, it was, was in a, gi- you know, like a cinema, car. Cinema yeah. size ones. It was oh, jumbo, mate. Hell. And he's done the whole thing, I think, out of anxiety. I think yeah, he, yeah, of course. 
I think he he sort of yeah it was nerves got the better of him and he smashed this fucking Coca Cola. If there's one thing, it's not going to quell anxiety. It's large quantities of Coca Cola. I know. And I went, "Have you drunk it?" He went, "Yeah." I went, "Fast, impossible." He went, and he just suddenly put his hand on the checks. Everyone was sat. It's one of those games. No one sat down throughout the whole game. He went, "Yeah." I'm feeling a bit sick actually I might have to sit down <laughs> and he, bless him he sat down and he was like doubled over but then when people are singing stand oh, up as you love West Ham he's sort of like an old man climbing really <laughs> decrepitly up to his feet holding his arms aloft to sing bubbles but he can't quite stand up straight <laughs> and there was blokes gas. like strangers going your boy alright your boy alright I was going yeah he's just had a bit too much coke Coca Cola he's, <laughs> he's had a bit too much to drink yeah so actually, second half, we had to leave early. I had to miss the last 15 minutes of the game because he, he, was, um, he was in a bad state. And, he, yeah. you know, I said, I've got to get you home, mate. You're, you're fucked. He <laughs> was like, I want to stay. Oh, oh. So I said, I think you're going to throw up. We've got to go. And he was really tired as well. But it was a very intense, overwhelming atmosphere. <laughs> Funny enough, I gave him a lift to his mates earlier. And um, I was going to tell you this. We were driving along the road. And I saw a confrontation between two sets of drivers. And oh. it was like two cars had pulled over to the side of the road in wonky positions. So clearly mm. something dramatic was happening. Yeah. And they were, they, there was like... Passion parking. One, one big bald bloke, right? And he was fucking shouting. And then there was two sort of slightly smaller but still handy looking fellas. Now, my area is fucking soft, right? Soft mm. as shit. Yeah, uh, that's why I give it the big and so much because round here because I mean I'm probably the hardest bloke here yeah. apart yeah. from I mean Lineker but Lineker yeah outgrown his his social status from yeah. a young man you know he's uh, he's no, probably but, phys- but his physical prowess yeah. I mean he's not a fighter but if it really came to it I still reckon he was a professional sportsman he could handle himself oh yeah. It? Sharp elbows, yeah, definitely. So, anyway, I thought, I said, so for me, it's quite exciting to see a bit of local aggro because you mm. don't get much of it. Mm. So I slowed down, and we were late to go to his mate's house, and, his, and Elaine said, we slowed down for I said, look, they're, they're, they're going to have a fight. Brilliant. And he went, no, it's not brilliant. And I went, no, it's not brilliant to fight. You're right. I went, but sometimes a, a little bit of local drama is fun. <laughs> It's exciting. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's really brilliant. And he went, is it? And I went, yeah, you know, like that time I, t- I, I, I told that bloke I was going to knock him out, right? <laughs> Which is a story I've talked about here before. And do you know what he said? He just went, what do you mean that time? There's been several times. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm a bad role model, aren't I? And he went, yes. <laughs> it's like... I, it's like I can't remember... Loads of times saying I was going to knock people out. I mean, I, I remember once or twice. I didn't know he'd always heard or registered. It's like last night we were watching the Premier League darts, me and me boy, and we were talking about the times that we'd been actually go and watch it live at the mm. Newcastle Arena. And um, he said, do you remember when we came out the first time we went down? I says, yeah. He says, we came out, we left just before the end, and there was that fella, and he was lying on the ground with his shirt off, and they were giving him oxygen. <laughs> I says, yeah, yeah, I remember that. He says, how old was I then? I says, oh, you were about nine? He yeah. went, yeah. He says, that wasn't very good parenting, was it? <laughs> but you know what, though? It is no, in a way because, parenting. you know, I, that's like, you know, I take him to West Ham 
And then on, it's a long journey home for us on the tube. So not only do you have the West Ham experience and some sort of characters there <laughs> yeah. and bad behaviour, you then have a long fucking tube ride the all London the way across experience. London home yeah. through London on a Thursday night where there are all sorts of fucking pissed ne'er-do-wells getting on or off and weirdos and all the rest yeah. of it. And in a way, I just have my arm round him and he, I see him just looking and taking it all in. And yeah. I think he doesn't feel endangered, but... It's like, yeah, he lives in a fucking really soft, sort of genteel area. I'm not saying you have to give them bad experiences to toughen them up, but I do think open open you, kids' you are, eyes to the different possibilities in life. You have to expose them to different scenarios, and, and yeah. that's how you learn to deal with stuff like that. It's, it, exactly, so you're not sheltered. Do you know what I mean? Out of the nest, aged 18, send them off to uni or whatever and go, there you go, now, now live see, as an adult. When I've you've been cussed your entire life. I've seen it, haven't I? I know people who I saw go through that 18 and I and the ones I still know or know of now, some of them are still fucking struggling to catch up with adulthood well into yeah. their 40s because yeah. they're just fucking still in a state of panic and anxiety about the whole overwhelming business. Uh, and, and Do you know what I mean? Especially given the last two years and everything we've been through and everything's just been restricted so much that normal life hasn't existed. So, yeah. you, you know, you're out and about with your kids and you, you don't fucking take in stuff and see stuff that's... It's like next week, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fuck off for, for a night next week. Nice. I'm, uh, I'm just away. I'm going away for a night. I'm not going to tell you where or why. No, I, I like but, the fact you're not because it lends it an air of, of like, sort you, of I'll sexy mystery. I'll tell you okay, about it right. afterwards. But basically, the, the kids are off school. Um, mm. And I'm I'm gonna fuck off and get some headspace, and my daughter yeah, can have the brilliant. house to herself. She's 18; she can have some yeah. mates over. That kind of thing would have been happening probably when she was 16 and 17, but it's not happened. But now yes, everything's exactly. a bit more open, and I've just said you can have the house to yourself. Get your mates over, have some drinks, whatever. Don't go too nuts. I'll fuck off somewhere for the night. And yeah, live live your life, kind of thing. So yeah, you know, I think that's great. I, I mean, my my daughter's younger than yours, but she had a sleepover in her mum's nan's shed this week. Hey, that's no, good. not her mum's nan. Sorry, her friend's nan's shed. Yeah. So she, I'm going. I'm going over to so and so's for a sleepover. We're having a sleepover. I said, "What? Yeah, at her house." She went, "No, it's her nan's. Her nan's got a shed in the garden, a bit like our one, and right. we can all do a sleepover there." So I thought, "This is weird. I don't. I barely know the parents, let alone the na- who's this nan character." Obviously, I'm immediately picturing Pat Butcher, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was on the. It was on an estate up the road, and I'm thinking this is oh, some no. sort of Pat. And I also know that this particular friend. That had a had a sleepover with one other person in the same nan shed um, earlier in the year, and they got access to vodka, and they got battered right. on the vodka, and then apparently the 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 nan and the mum were so amused that they actually gave her a birthday card with a which was a picture of a Smirnoff bottle with her face on it. So I thought, <laughs> well, this is what we're dealing with here. She's got pissed in her nan's shed, and. Uh, uh, Nana and Mum are so unconcerned that they've actually celebrated the incident in birthday card form. <laughs> Part of me did think legends, right? But I thought, oh dear. But they went, uh, she went, I picked her up yesterday. She hadn't got to sleep till four. And um, I'm so cool as a parent, Andy. I gave it this one. So uh, which of your mates smokes facts? She went, what? <laughs> which of your mates smokes facts? What, uh, what? And then she gave me the name, right? And Ooh. I said, uh, she went, why, how did you know that? I said, well, I'm pretty certain that you don't smoke. 
but you do smell a fax. I said, <laughs> so clearly it's one of your mates. That's fine. Yeah. Right? I felt like a million bucks. Maybe she does smoke. I don't think so, though. Yeah. I don't think she's got a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> my, my boy was telling me the other day that um, some of his mates vape. They don't smoke fags, yeah, but they vape. Yeah, that's what most of them do, yeah. And um, one, of his, one of his mates is actually the vape dealer at school. He sells the flavours at <laughs> the playground. And I'm like, really? Well, and I'm like, well... No, I've heard of that at her school as well. I've, had, yeah. I've heard of that shit. Well, that was um, that documentary, that, that, that school, that educating, whatever it was, there's always a different city, isn't yeah. there? Each series, Channel 4. And there was a kid in the last series of that who was, who was making a fucking fortune out of selling bottles of pop and sweets and stuff. He was getting them at Poundland getting like packets of four Mars bars or whatever for a quid and then flogging them individually for like 50 pence each. Well, this stuff. is gonch from Grain Chill behaviour, isn't it? It's the gonch model. It's, it's the well, gonch model and I'm surprised people haven't used it more because gonch fucking led the way about 40 years ago. Gonch was more of a revolutionary in capitalism than Thatcher was. Yeah. He was influenced by Thatcher, but he was more... He was the Alan Sugar of his day as well, wasn't he? He was, he was yeah. I'd love to know where he is now, even though he's a fictional character. They should make they Bring should make Gunch. The Apprentice, but for kids, and it should be hosted by Gonch. Yeah, I'll bring back Gonch. Gonch is an adult. How old? How old would Gonch? Well, there's be a now good that, that... there's a good Twitter account which is Grain Chill Arc. I can't remember what it's called, but yeah. I follow it, and it's just a Grain Chill oh, Archive account. They're making a film. They're making a Grain Chill film, and some of no. the original characters are going to be in it as parents and grandparents of oh, the characters. Fucking brilliant! Gonch has got to be in that. Yeah. I'm I might do on the Hubwave top five um, Grain Chill characters. Gonch might be top, to be fair. On the Turbo. Yeah. What did <laughs> yeah. I call it? The Hubway. That's another oh, thing. fucking hell, yeah. Bleep that out. I've got that on the mind. <laughs> All right. Mind you, if you want to go onto Hubwave.net and put your podcast on there for a subscriber, you can. There, I've said it now. <laughs> Am I bleeping it out? I'm clearly not. <laughs> nah, okay. leave it in. Fuck it. Um, so... How did we get to that? I don't know. Oh, by the way, when you were talking about going away, I don't know where you're going and you'll tell me later, but uh, I've got to finish this book that I'm doing about yeah. mental health, the book of the reset thing. And um, there is a, I don't know if you've ever heard of this, Gladstone's Library. Um, no, I haven't. It's a fancy library. I read an article about it once and it's in Flintshire. Never fucking heard of that. The, the postcode is CH5. Is that Cheshire, okay. maybe, or something? Chester. Flintshire. Yeah, I think it's there. I think it's like sort of North Wales, but yeah, just on. I think so. Ing. North Wales, yeah. It's a library, really right. old, beautiful library, like, yeah. you know, all like with these beautiful high beam ceilings. Has it, has, it, has it got a record library in it as well? I don't know, but it's got fucking rooms and nice rooms, and yeah. there is no Wi Fi. Nice. So the idea is writers go there, you you get work. a room, you stay on your own. Yeah. It's really quiet. I think yeah. you can get Wi-Fi in the main reading room if you need to do some research. <laughs> but the rest of the time, you're just like monk-like in a fucking library, mate, with Sam, only books to keep you company. Sam, does it have does it have microfiche facilities? Fucking better. Uh, I'm just looking on the website then? here, gladstoneslibrary.org microfiche 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 <laughs> frequently asked questions I tell you what I'm clicking on this and if the top question isn't do you have microfiche <laughs> then I'm fucking shutting it down <laughs> do you have microfiche in your library oh I think they've got a picture of some microfiche anyway oh. check out the thing 
it's it's always fascinated me this i've always i have got vicious button i thought oh, maybe i should go there for like a couple of mm. days but it's a bit far to go in it yeah especially kinda. when I've got a Vita modular out the back I was just going to say you do yeah. have a space that you can use and you can all yeah. switch the Wi-Fi off in that I guess Jalapeno. here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering for the price of a pint and a St Clement's each month you can get up to four episodes a week nine months before the rest of the world gets them early access to regular episodes lots of other marvellous benefits and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash iron filings. Jalapeno. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jalapeno. Well, I use that Freedom good. app these days. I, I use that quite a lot. You know that what? app, Freedom app, no, and it basically it. you uh, it's, it basically shuts down. Like you you install it onto like your devices, and it syncs all of them, right. and it basically shuts down your should, access to the internet. Down all the bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Well, you just you go you go start a session, and you yeah. set the time. So you go hour and a half. And uh, I do small periods like that hour and a half, and mm. I just go bang, and then it shuts down my laptop, my uh, the only online, you know, I can use it for everything else, but the laptop, the phone, and the iPad all at once, and that's it. You just wait, and right. so then you think, well, I've got an hour and a half now to just focus. There's no messages, there's yeah. nothing to distract me. I just got to so write. Do you add the apps that you want to shut down, i.e. Twitter? You you Instagram, you can whatever. do that, but I just do a blanket shutdown. Just shut everything down. Shut your body down. Shut my body down, yeah. Shut your cyber body down. Yeah, it's good. It is good. It's good. And I've actually started sometimes using it even when I'm not working. So say if it's like a it's Saturday or Sunday purposes. morning, yeah, yeah. because yeah. I sort of annoy myself by sometimes lying in bed for too long, like fucking scrolling through Twitter or what have mm. you. And it mm. just gets, you, you feel a bit shit about yourself after a while. So sometimes I'll like think, fuck this. I've got to get up and do something. I'm going to yeah. set a uh, uh, um, freedom session for like two yeah. hours tomorrow Need morning. Me some freedom, yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, that's a good tip for anybody that feels as if they're struggling. Because social media is an addiction. Let's be honest. It is. Yeah, let's be it honest. Really I've, is. I've been there in the past, and it, it's just you can just fucking. It's a time vampire. You can, and it's a dopamine. And also, so there's a, 
it's weird and there's the dopamine thing as well like it gets talked yeah. about a lot in in recovery like you go to 12 steps meeting which i do from time to time and people talk a lot about the similarities because all it is is a little dopamine hit yeah when you get a like or what have you however you know sort of humble you try to be it's like you know you like it and it's it's normal to like it. it's not wrong but you can get too into it and it just done does and if you've got a bit of an addictive personality in particular you know, you can get fucking hooked on that shit. So yeah, in a way, it's that that freedom app. I'm a bit, I'm a fan of. Good. Can I just at this point mention because uh, in case not everyone knows, we we're going to do a Christmas party night at Pop Rex oh, yeah. in Sunderland, which we postponed because of COVID. Um, and now that COVID is still raging, we've rescheduled it. Um, probably foolishly, it's now going to be on Tuesday, the nineteenth of April, which is just eleven days from now. Just in case you don't know about that, if you've got tickets already for it, they're still valid. Uh, come along. It'll be a, uh, uh, we're going to do a quiz. We're going to do a Q&A thing. We'll do a couple of other bits of stuff that are similar to what we've done in our live shows. Are There'll we going to sing? Disco. Are we going to sing? If we want to sing, we'll fucking sing, mate. We'll do what we want. Yeah, okay, good. It's not going to be... It's not, we won't have the rigid structure of the live shows that we've done before. It's just going to be uh, party time. Uh, it will still be Christmas themed there will be Christmas songs that we'll play um, and come along and all of the proceeds go to Poprex which is um, a great community hub an arts mm. hub in Sunderland so it's all for good causes come along even if you can't come along buy a ticket and you know that all the money will go to Poprex and that'll do some yeah, good yeah there'll be fuck all going in our pockets it'll be costing us money if anything but yeah. good we're glad uh, because pot rex is a great thing. Well, I mean, yeah, it's costing you money to get up here and stay over and everything, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah it doesn't cost me I might not even stay in the travel lodge this time. I might stay somewhere nicer. Oh. See how I I've, feel. I'll just get the bus down uh, from home. Um, t- yeah. Tickets are on musicglue.com. And then on there, you can just search pot rex, I guess, and you'll find that. We'll, we'll tweet the link out as well. So come along. That'll be fun. Uh, it says 7pm start but it might be closer to 7.30 by the time we get on the wheels of steel and play a few tracks and stuff uh, doors will be 7pm though so yeah I thought I'd mention you, that again what are you going to wear case. Andy are you going to thinking I'm about just, getting any special DJ clothes I haven't decided yet well it'll be Christmassy probably dress as Santa Who yeah knows? disco Santa maybe yeah Yeah, I don't know but it'll be good um so that's that. I thought I'd give that a mention. Um, what else was I going to mention? Oh, yeah. The uh, John Darwin thing starts this weekend, I think, on ITV. Yeah. I think it's this weekend. Um, uh, Eddie Marson, is it, that's in it? Yeah, great actor, isn't he? I've seen trailers of that. I'm just going to double-check that that's on this weekend. Also, I've been watching the Jimmy Savile thing on Netflix. A lot of people texting me about, tweeting me about that because of my... <laughs> well, because of my shameful history with Jimmy Savile. Oh, of course, Which yeah. I've discussed before. Yeah, you're not... I don't, you're I don't like it. it in a way when people tweet me about it. Cause it's like, listen, what do you... You know, I can't laugh about Savile. That's like laughing about fucking Hitler, right? Yeah. And, and second of all, yeah, I met him, I interviewed him. So did about a fucking million other cunts. It's yeah. not... It wasn't my job to fucking catch him as a nonce. Yeah. I mean, a... a- couple of people that are in this who have uh, who did ask him are you a nonce mm. and of course he always just uh, brushed it off oh, oh, oh. 
No then, no then, no then, no then. Now, there is a young man here from London, England. <laughs> Britain in. His name is Sanderlady and he purports to be Britain's best journalist. He has written, Dear Jim, I have heard you are a nonce. Is this true? Ho, ho, ho. What a cheeky so-and-so. Please I've invited him me. up to my penthouse in Leeds to discuss it in more detail. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it, I mean, I, I told before, you like... We said before, it's wrong, but it is fun to do the voice. Uh, you can't, and once you start, even yes. if you're not that good at it, you cannot stop. <laughs> jingle, jangle, jewelry, jewelry. Uh, uh, the, the you John remember Darwin the thing, thing he said to me when I touched upon it? I Sorry, said to I, him, I just said the John yeah, Darwin on. thing is Easter Sunday, not this Sunday. Oh, okay. So it's the week after. Um... The day after my birthday, oh, which nice. is Easter Saturday this year, so I'll get presents plus my chocolate egg. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking love having a birthday at Easter, mate. I'll bet. Although yeah. some people get around the presents thing by just giving you a chocolate egg, and you're a bit like, oi. Whoa, hang on, cunt. I'm supposed to be getting a chocolate egg and a fucking Star Wars figure, you cunt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've said this before, but the only... The only thing that touched upon Are You a Nonce when I interviewed him was he said he had more pages devoted to him on the internet than anyone else in the world. Ugh. And at that time, I'd heard that honour belong to Britney Spears, which sounded a lot more plausible. So I, I said, the, Yeah, it's I said, How do you know this? How do you know this? And he said, Oh, because I've got my friends in the police force. Weird. What? They know. Why would the police fucking know? Mm. And I go, oh, okay. I said, well, have you been on any of them? I've never been on the internet. I don't even own a computer. Yeah, yeah. He says that and in I the go, documentary as well. Yeah. I go, all right. Anyway, I need a piss. Where's the toilet? You go straight down there on your right. I walk down the fucking hallway. I turn right, but then I look left, and it's his bedroom. The door's Computer. wide open. There's a massive Apple Mac that's logged on to Google. Oh, God. What's weird about that lie was the fact that he knew that I would... He, he, he lied, knowing yeah. that I would see that. Maybe that's what he got a kick out of. Mm. Well, that's what it is. Brazen, Hiding in plain sight. Brazen, I don't know, deviance. Yeah. In this documentary, it, I mean, it's incredible the amount of footage they found of him where he's basically just saying and talking about oh, what a fucking deviant he is. And it, yeah. it, th that, that phrase, hiding in plain sight... Has, has never been more true because he really really is um, and it's it's horrible but it's quite compelling as well yeah I might watch it I don't know it's worth, it's worth it. a watch but I uh, thought I'd mention that ha can I just mention this I went to the tip again yesterday Sunderland of course has got a new brand new waste management facility yeah um, state of the art it feels a bit European feels a bit German uh, I've been a couple of times and I went yesterday because you might be able to hear in the background some sawing that's going on because I've Ooh. got a I've got a, a Vita Modular style project going on oh Basically, yeah my garage is just about big enough to get a pool table in and I've thought fuck it why not so I've got um, a refurb pool table on order and I've got my mate who's a joiner is tarting the garage up to make is it he? yeah and um, it's getting done so I did a uh, tip trip yesterday with some of the shit I've got rid from the garage. Listen to this. From one trip to the tip I went to five different skips which I think, it's a personal best for me. Fucking You've got be, hell. He, here's what I disposed of. Yeah. General waste. Yeah. 
Wood. Mm. Metal. Yeah. Fluorescent light bulbs. Oh. And a large appliance. <gasps> Five Which was different... the best? Which, Which was, was the, the best? best? Um, the best was the metal because it made the loudest noise. Clang. Clang, 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 clang. Because um, there were some strip lights in the garage with the fluorescent yeah. bulbs in. The fluorescent bulbs, that would have been fun if it was smash, smash, smash. But mm. it wasn't. It was place, place, place. Oh. There was a special box. Kill Joyce. Yeah, special box. You had to place the fluorescent bulbs in. But the metal strip lighting fittings were metal. And you got to throw them into the metal skip. So mm. that was clang, clang, clang. That was the best. That was the best out The of thing them. about these modern state-of-the-art ones, they're good. They're appealing. But... I think we've talked about it before. When you went to the tip in the eighties with your mum, I'm pretty sure they they like they were okay about kids. Just you know, they just basically had a massive slag heap. Yeah, and they were on. They, they climbed they, about they, on it. They were all right to climb around. I used to climb yeah. around on the dr- on the dump, and like none yeah. of the there'd just be like two sort of really shifty looking fat guys with fags who were in charge, and they would yeah. not give a fuck what yeah. you were doing. Oh, were they on the heap? Now it's like so professionalised, isn't yeah. it? And there's parts of the heap were on fire. Yeah, and there was like landslides. Mummy, can I climb yeah. in the fire? All right, yeah. but be careful. Yeah. Don't Mama, get burnt. Yeah. Fire got... can burn, you know. <laughs> I got my leg caught in this man trap. Oh, <laughs> Just pull it apart. It'll Fuck be all it right. Up. What's he done now? Yeah, it was different. <laughs> it's all a bit sanitised now, but I had yeah. loads of fun doing that. Best, best... Um, Tip trip of all time. I didn't tell you about my trip last week to a canal. Oh, I Did saw I tell a you about the canal that. trip? I saw a picture yeah. of that on your. Did you see uh, a man in a sort of a contraption Instagram. on the canal? And yeah. me and my mate were walking along, and we saw this man on a floating contraption, and it was like a JCB, but a floating one. Fucking so hell. it was like a flat platform. There was a seat yeah. and a gear stick and a steering wheel. Yeah. And then on the front of it, there was like a sort of a digger type implement. Yeah. But what he'd done is he'd gone over to the side of the canal and he'd used the digging bit to grab grab hold of a sort of a, like a barrier that mm-hmm. was sort of holding it in place, stopping it from floating around. Mm-hmm. And my mate said, my mate alert, it was my mate's canal, my mate's local canal. He spends a lot of time down there. And he says he knows some of the canal folk who oh, just that's, yeah, hang around. Just, yeah. And I said, well, I'm quite scared of canal folk and canals can be dangerous places. Yeah. And he went, look at this cunt up here, right? And I was like, what's he up to? He's just, he sort of attached himself to the side of the canal. And what the fuck is that thing? So I couldn't resist it. I shouted, he was on the other side of the canal. I go, mate. Yeah, what? What are you doing? What does it look like I'm doing? I said, well, I don't fucking know. For a start, <laughs> what is that? Right, my mate's like cracking up. And he's like, I'm clearing the weir. And I go, the what? He goes, the where? And I'm like, to be on in my head, I'm thinking, to be honest, I don't know what that means. Yeah. Um, but luckily, my mate knew that I'd got myself in too deep yeah. by asking and questions. Like, adjacent, isn't he? So he could I, I couldn't yeah. handle the answers of. So my mate just stepped in and went, oh, of course, the where? My late, my Good. mate later admitted to me, he didn't know no what a where was either. either. No idea either, but yeah. So then my mate took over and he went, Mate, is it true there's a car there in the um, in the weir, right? Which is like, what would you call it? The lock. It's what we'd call a lock, really. Yeah. 
And he goes, there's a rumour that there's a car in there. Is this something you had made up or is it a, a genuine My rumor? mate had fucking got me down there by saying, if you want to meet up on Tuesday, I'll take you down to Canal. There's a car in the it. Car. And I went, yeah, de- obviously I've gone, definitely I'll clear my <laughs> this, diary. This is, this is 10-year-old conduct. I love it. <laughs> I know. So I've, I've driven, I've it's, it's, not, it's not near. Yeah. I've heard it was a 20-minute drive to his house. Go and have a look. Yeah. Yes. I should say we're both recovering addicts, and uh, we have we've found new we, uh, and like a lot of recovery addicts, you, you find new and strange ways to fill your time, your leisure yeah. time. And he's yeah. gone, come over. There's this car and the canal. I'll take you down to see it. So I said, great. So then he goes, yeah. You want to clear while you're at it. You want to clear that car. He goes, I don't know, don't know about any car. And he goes, yeah. There's a car in there. Yeah. He goes, well, I haven't seen it, and now I can't get onto that side. So I went, all right. And then I went. Anyway, what are you doing now? He went, what do you mean? You keep asking that. I said, well, you're not clearing the way now. So I said, oh, so you just, you've attached it to the side. And he turned, in. he was really annoyed. He turned right round and he had this ham sandwich. He went, I am trying to have my lunch. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, <laughs> I went, look, mate. No. I said, I held my hands. I said, I'm really sorry. Uh. I said, I'm, I've come along, you're having a lunch break, and I've fucking annoyed you and interfered, and I'm sorry. He went, no, it's all right. I just I just can't understand why you're so interested. I said, well, I don't come I down don't. the canal much. I've never seen any of this stuff before. And he went, well, now you have. And yeah, I said, okay. Fuck off, you pesky kids. Yeah, it was like that. It's like, fuck off, or I will come over in this contraction. I will dig out your fucking skull with it. <laughs> so then my mate went, no, leave him alone now because he's getting annoyed. We'll go and find the car. Yeah. So we look over the lock. We can't see the car. We go around the... He goes, we'll cross the bridge and we'll go through those trees over there and look from the other side. So we go around the other side, quite a long walk, and it's quite dangerous. We climb up through some trees onto a ledge and good. we're peeking right over to good, see this, this. And yeah. I go, I can't see it. And he goes, yeah, maybe there's not a car there. I went, what did you fucking say? <laughs> Maybe there's not a car. They said, maybe there's not a car there. It's a rumour. You presented this to me as a fact. He went, if you go online, he goes, on the local community websites, there are loads of rooms that there has been a car here for over 20 years. And I went, that's internet rumour. You told me, I've driven all the way fucking over here. And it's just on a wing and a bread. There might there's an internet fucking there's an internet rumor that Hillary Clinton's a fucking pedo operating out of a pizza restaurant. It don't mean it's true. Who are you? QAnon? I've come down here to see a car in a canal, and it turns out it's a fucking urban myth. I assume no. this was a this was a rumor from his canal fork friends, not just the fucking internet. Yeah, yeah. Then there was another canal guy who lived on a, an old boat that looked like Popeye's boat. It was just sort of like sellotape together bits of wood that was somehow floating nice. and there's this guy with really long hair smoking a rolly and there was a handwritten sign that just said odd jobs decorating DIY services available Jesus. and I went fucking hell I went look at this cunt I said I wouldn't be getting him round to do any DIY just as I said it my mate's gone alright Pete and my mate's <laughs> gone alright and I went are you fucking him? he goes yeah he's, he's done a bit for us I went you are fucking <laughs> I said, mate, you got a problem, right? You've gone native with the canal folk. Yeah, he's canal You believe in this shit about cars? Yeah. You're employing the, the boatman who looks like he just smokes about a fucking ounce of skunk every day to do your DIY. You should spend... I never thought I'd say this to anyone, but I think you should spend less time at the canal. You need to spend more time on dry land, pal. Yeah. 
but um, it was an interesting job. adventure it was an interesting adventure and Good. if you've got a local canal go down yeah. because there are interesting people and, and unusual sights try and have adventures always be curious in mm. BC um, yeah. let's, let's, let's do some predictions before we fuck off um, here we go Arsenal versus Brighton 2-1 Arsenal 2-1 Arsenal can I just say I really enjoyed Graham Potter the other day telling the Brighton fans to stop shouting shoot did you see that <laughs> did he <laughs> yeah. fucking hell it's putting them off it's putting the players off because they just shout and shoot all the time Cause they, and then they, they think that they ought to shoot but I don't want them to shoot I've told them not to shoot they're meant to just pass it around <laughs> how am I going to ever get a job in Spain if they keep shooting <laughs> Two to Arsenal. Um, Norwich versus Burnley. Um, I'm really enjoying Burnley hauling their way to safety. Yeah. And I think this is going to be 1 0 to Burnley. At the expense of Everton. At the expense of Frank Lampard. Yeah. No offence to Everton fans. I've got no problem with Everton. But it's Frank Lampard. L- it's you shouldn't have had Frank Lampard because now people who would otherwise be rooting for Everton kind of want to see what happens if they get relegated and Lampard is beginning to look visibly agitated as well oh he's lost it, it. he's long since lost it oh mate. man fucking he is you know against West Ham like he was just the thing is he is disgusted by his own players that's his problem yeah and he has Maybe. been since day one and that's why I think they're going to go down because he's alienated them you're supposed to go in and G everyone up and give them confidence and tell them that they're great players and what he does is he throws them under the bus yeah. not just in the game after the game but even during the game you see him they make mistakes and he's just he's there looking really angry and shaking his head and then he comes on TV and goes they're basically not good enough they ain't got the bollocks and it's like Mate, this is why you're not a good manager, especially at this point. Is the last sort of bloke you want to bring in to a relegation battle. Completely. It's, it's joyful to see. But I, yeah, I, so I say, think yeah, Norwich-Burnley, so, uh, Norwich yeah, I think Burnley will win this, let's say, 2-0 Burnley. 2-0 Burnley. Um, oh, Brentford versus West Ham. I will say that will be Brentford 1, West Ham 2. I will say 1-1 one, one for that one. Uh, Oxford versus Sunderland. I mm. think this will be uh, oh, fuck. Um, uh, I want us to win this two one, so that's what I'll say. I don't know if we will though. I'll play this safe and say one 0 Okay. Uh, then Millwall versus Barnsley. <laughs> um. Oh God, I think Millwall will win this, but I don't think I ever predict Millwall will win, so I'll say one 0 one all. Uh, I will go for uh, two nil the Millwall. So that's the predictions. Also, I mentioned for the boot room Liverpool documentary that was on BT Sport the other night. I don't know if you can get it on catch up or it's going to be on again. But that was made by our good friend Peter Hooten of the farm. Yeah, a and great it was man. A great watch. Really enjoyed that. Brilliant. I haven't seen it, but I will try and get that because um, yeah, I've heard it's excellent. So there we go. That is it. That's the episode. Um, Enjoy your weekend. Uh, Always be curious. Bye-bye. ABC. Goodbye.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.